0: Guys, what's up? Today, we are going to talk about how to deal with people who don't support us, or maybe are even actively working against you to not support you, and how to kind of overcome that, and what we're thinking about when we start to communicate with those people. How to kind of take the higher road, and you know how to anticipate that, and then how to really look at that as an opportunity. Um, that's one of the things that I've started to kind of switch my thinking with that stuff. And you know, I used to get really emotional about it, and you know, now I've done a much better job of looking at it as it's all just a big learning experience. It's all things that can teach me something about how I want to be or how I don't want to be in the future, and maybe decisions that led that person to be. You know, unhappy or unhappier, and start to, you know, cause them to go down a path where they feel the need to take people down. So, we're going to call this one haters, and that's what we're going to kind of refer to these people as. And what I want you guys to think about when it comes to haters are really these are the type of people who are probably really unhappy with something else going on in their lives, and they feel the need to kind of put your flame out and bring you down and start to you know, be negative towards you when you are working hard to make sure that you are improving yourself or moving forward. And unfortunately, we see this a lot because a lot of people who join friendship have really started down a phenomenal path and a lot of people for the first time in years. And so they might have gotten into a habit before they came of surrounding themselves with people who maybe were stuck or were unhappy, or weren't going anywhere, and they probably sat around, they maybe made fun of people a lot, or they put other people down, or you know they drank a lot, or they didn't necessarily sit around and talk about ways that they could improve themselves, and ways that they could start to advance or move forward, either professionally, socially, or just in their day-to-day relationships. And what happens is when you start to break out of that group, when you start to change who you're going to start spending time with and who you want to spend time with, those people are not going to like that change and they're going to start to become upset by it. And really a lot of times I think this comes down to the fact that they are unable to get themselves to change or they're unable to break out of the rhythm and the habits that they have gotten into. And so they don't think that... Other people should be able to either. And when other people do do it, all it does is validate that they are making excuses and that they are not going anywhere. They're not making the change in their life that maybe they wish that they could. And so you kind of sit there as this example of what they could be or what they could have done and the habits and the changes and the decisions that they could be making and they're just not willing to yet. And so now there's an example and they're sitting right in front of them. And it's somebody who's in a very similar life situation. And they start to get very jealous. And they're they're going to do everything that they can to announce that jealousy. And it's going to take a lot of different forms. So the first form of this is to start to guilt you. And to start to you know, say things like, Oh, we used to do this all the time. Like, what happened? Now you're too good for this. And they start to try to get themselves uh, positioned where they can start kind of talking you down or breaking you down. And I see this all the time when people start to make the decision to maybe stop drinking so much or they start eating healthy for the first time or they're just generally not in that mode of wanting to sit around for their social engagement but rather they want to get outside they want to go and do stuff they maybe want to hike they maybe want to play spike ball or volleyball or sign up for a co-ed soccer league or do things that are maybe a little bit more active in nature And I think that it's really important to anticipate that and to know that those things are going to come up. And I'm doing this podcast on the back end of the starting an upward trend, which a lot of people have started to listen to over the last week, and have started to maybe announce to me that they're going to start to make some of these changes. But I wanted to release this one because I know that This is something that not a lot of people anticipate, unfortunately, and when they start to deal with this or they start to see it happen, they're faced with some of these difficult decisions. And sometimes it causes like an inward pause where you actually do a double take on if you're actually convicted enough to do the thing that you said you wanted to do or to be the person that you said you wanted to be. And it is important, obviously, to make sure that you're clear with the vision for who you want to be and where you want to go, whether that's personally or professionally or in your relationships or in your health and fitness journey. So you have to make sure you're convicted, number one. But number two, when you start down the path, it can't just be a one or a two week change. That's not actually going to show you or tell you anything about if you actually want to live that lifestyle or not. And so you have to be able to give it at least months, I would say five months, six months, a year, and stick to it for that amount of time until you sort of become that person. And then you can actually decide if you like living that lifestyle or not. And you can always backside, you can always come back to the person that you were before. We were that person because it was probably easy and it was probably convenient and it's probably a default mode that we go into to maybe be a little bit lazy or socialize in a more mainstream fashion. And those are always easy to get back into. There's plenty of people that that socialize in that way and there's plenty of people that want to, you know, indulge in not working out and eating unhealthy consistently. The second way that they're going to start to try to kind of bring you down or take you down is by starting to talk bad about you when you're not there. And so there's gonna be a lot of situations where you're just not there anymore. And this is one of the definitions of below the line behavior where People who are very insecure and, you know, don't really feel like they're making these strides to improve themselves will really sit around and spend most of their time talking bad about other people rather than thinking about maybe instead, again, kind of what we talked about last week, how could I help this person or how could I be better? and that below the line thinking is kind of what you're trying to get away from i think when you start to make these you know upward trends or you start to make these life decisions to do things just a little bit better or have a little bit higher standards for yourself and you know not take that easy route but again when you start to upset people by becoming the example of what you can accomplish when you put your mind to it that's going to piss some people off and the, when you're not there for them to you know, bring you down in person or to guilt you uh, into trying to do things in person, then they're just going to start to talk bad about you behind your back. And sometimes that'll get around to you and that can be very, very hurtful to people. But one of the things that you have to realize is that kind of comes with the territory, right? And these are these are what people classically think of as haters, right? And this, they're just hating on you. And, you know, this is one of those things that I think for the human psychology is really hard to deal with. Knowing that people who maybe you used to consider friends or people who you used to consider, you know, valued, you know, acquaintances or clients or however you want to look at that and now all of a sudden they're talking bad about you behind your back just because you wanted to maybe change for the better and they didn't understand that and this happens in every aspect of life and of business and everything in between and and one of the great companies that i'll never forget is uh, when netflix kind of first started if you guys remember they were like a mail to your house dvd service And I remember, you know, going to a friend's house and they had a bunch of Netflix DVDs that they had had delivered to them that we were going to watch. And I remember thinking, like, this kinda this is weird, like it kinda sucks. You have to kinda pick your stuff ahead of time and I just wasn't like really into it. I was still in the Blockbuster mindset. And so later that week I went into Blockbuster and I used to love going to Blockbuster. And I went into Blockbuster to get my movie and the guy at the front is was talking trash about, you know, Netflix. And I was telling him, Yeah, you know, my friend had tried it and, you know, here's why I still like coming here and and you could tell the guy at Blockbuster he didn't get it you know he's the manager and he was confident in their service and you know he didn't have the forward thinking he didn't have the vision that Netflix did and so he's sitting there and he's kind of talking about how it's going to fail and it's just the new scheme and Blockbuster's been around forever and you know then a few months later or maybe a few years later probably they started to introduce their streaming service and at that time, they were pretty much all in on going on this streaming service, and they started to dump their resources into that. And so I started to be interested in it, and I think I ended up getting a Netflix subscription at the time, right when they first started streaming stuff, and I ended up not going back to Blockbuster very much. Well, Blockbuster then, when they started doing streaming services, then they started doing to tier house DVDs, so they were behind. And so where somebody started kind of at first talking trash, then they started to realize, oh, maybe this works. And then what happens is is they became sort of irrelevant. And, you know, they were too far behind. They were not forward-thinking enough. They weren't convicted in their own vision. And they didn't see their value. And maybe Blockbuster wouldn't have ever had value. We don't know. But the problem is, is that they were afraid of the change. And so... This is much like people personally, when, you know, somebody starts to take on something new, maybe they start to take on, you know, CrossFit and paleo eating, not something overly new, but in the scheme of things, it's still relatively new. And somebody who for the last 20 years has done powerlifting at a globo gym and tried to eat like a bodybuilder and, you know, taken these supplements and just done the same thing over and over again, he might not get why, they're, why his training partner for the last 10 years all of a sudden wants to go and do, you know, foofy CrossFit and, you know, do all these kipping pull-ups and all this, all this crap. And so he kind of talks trash about it. And there is a huge subset of people on the internet who just sit around all day and talk trash about CrossFit, which I just find hilarious because it's one of those things where it's like, dude, it's just a bunch, of, it's a community of people trying to, you know, engage in health and fitness together and they love it. And why would that ever be something that you put down? It's like not a medium that you would ever need to put down. It's just a way of doing things. And so they they end up getting to that place where I think that they're scared because it's different. And maybe it makes them seem antiquated or, um, you know, like they're not improving themselves. Like they're not moving forward in their health, health and fitness like their friend or their old training partner might be. So now you've got somebody who's guilting you when you're with them and maybe talking trash about you behind your back. And now you're at kind of this decision-making point with whether that person's actually a friend or not. And I always kind of tell people when you start to change and when you start to improve yourself and you start to make some of these little shifts in your life, I think you really get to see who your real friends are. Now, I consider myself extremely lucky because in the Army, you kind of gain and lose friends at a very rapid pace. And I had a good friend and roommate for a long time who just kind of one day decided to up and re-enlist and left for Germany like two days later. And that stuff happens all the time. And that was the guy who I spent all my time with. We'd exercise. We'd go out on the weekends. We'd go see movies. We'd do this, that, and the other. And then, just like two days later, he's gone, and he's in a foreign country, and you know, he's busy. And then he gets deployed. And then you just like never, never end up talking to him outside of a couple of Facebook interactions here and there. And you know, I also kind of missed out on that huge chunk of time at where most of my friends were going to college and building relationships that were consistent for four and five years. And then a lot of them moved back to the same town. So then it continues from there. And a lot of those friends might even be friends from high school. So they're working on 10, 15, 20 year relationships. And that's really, really, really hard sometimes to take a look at and say, wow, like this person might not actually be my friend. They might not actually care about me because as soon as I made this change, as soon as I said, you know, hey, I don't want to you know, go to happy hour on Thursday from three to six and I don't want to eat pizza every single night and, you know, live in a dirty apartment and just generally not take care of myself. And maybe they're not a person who engages in a lot of, you know, reading or exercise or healthy eating or you know development or they're not somebody who wakes up early and shows up to work on time and is actively trying to you know get promotions and show incentive and rather they they're the person who tries to get out of work early and they're constantly complaining about how they hate their job and they're miserable and you know you just kind of end up looking at it objectively after a few years and you know maybe you're just different people and when that person starts to talk shit about you behind your back And they maybe start guilting you for what you do. I think it's a really important thing to take a peek at, you know, is this person really my friend? Is this person somebody who I want to be spending my time around? Is it somebody who's going to help me develop and help me move forward and help me grow as a person? Or is it somebody who's maybe holding me back and somebody who's bringing me down? And at that point, you know, you have to start thinking about seriously cutting ties, And when we're trying to start these upward trends in our lives, cutting ties is something, unfortunately, that just kind of comes with the territory. And it really is going to test your conviction on whether or not that was a change that you wanted to make, whether or not that was something that you truly believed that you needed to improve about yourself, and whether or not you actually believe in that development process. And so if you are convicted and you get to some of these, you know, transition points with these people that's going to be the the tough conversation or the tough things that you have to deal with and as I've gone through life I've you know struggled with a lot of things when I was younger I was probably partying a little bit too hard and when I made that decision to go into the army that was a pretty sharp and abrupt cutoff from almost everybody in my life except for my immediate family And that was really a way of me saying, like, look, I'm done being that type of person, and now I'm gone, and I'm on to being a new person. And I ended friendships, and I believed in it, and I accomplished a lot of things, and it was very, very good for me. And then when I got out of the Army, it was kind of similar. It was, you know, I started along a school path, and I started to make some of these decisions. I realized I was unhappy. And I made a sharp ninety degree turn to open my own business and do something that truly made me happy, even though it meant, you know, a lot of financial struggles, no security, um, you know, no light, no health insurance, a lot of those different things that I was going to be looking forward to getting if I was going to be a teacher and a coach and all the things that I was going to do when I got out of school. And along the way there, I got to see who really believed in me. And who trusted in me and who let me go through some of those difficult times and situations knowing that it was the best path for my development. And that's where my parents were amazing is through all those decisions, through all those abrupt life changes, through all those sharp upward trends that I started to create, they were there and they were believing in me. And I'll tell you what, it works the exact opposite way. When you're dealing with haters and you're having to struggle through those tough relationships, you can start to feel very alone and you can start to feel dejected, and that nobody likes you, and that your decision's not the right one for you. But then, when you have a couple people around you who support you and they believe in you, it works the exact opposite way. It totally empowers you and it gives you a stronger self belief, and it helps you to feel more secure knowing that who you are and the work you're doing. On yourself and for others is really worth it and it makes a difference and for every hater and for every person who comes along and tries to take you down and say that you know they don't like the decisions that you're making or they don't like the person that you're becoming or they don't like the business that you're becoming you start to gain a group of friends and a group of people and a family that believes in you and is there to tell you Don't listen to them. I know that you're doing the right thing. And I know that you're working hard to be the best person that you can be. To be a good man and a good husband and a good business owner. And I see that every day. And those people who are the haters who are saying that stuff about you and who are talking bad about you behind your back and aren't supportive of who you are as a person, they don't know any of that. They don't know anything about you. They don't know anything about the business. They know this small subset of only what they want to know and who they want to see you be for them, selfishly. They want to see you be a certain type of person or a certain type of business because that's what suits them best as a person, right? Right? And so when you start to see that out of people and you start to see that's who they really are, it's just better that you separate and it's natural that you separate. And then you're surrounded by people who support you and who believe in you. And those type of people, when you start to get surrounded by that, you become very, very powerful and your upward trends start to become habits and they start to become who you are. And when that starts to happen, then you're really, really powerful and you're free to do exactly what you want to do and be the person that you want to be. And you're free to be happy, really. Honestly, I think that's what it all comes down to is you're free to be a happy person and let that stuff just slide off your shoulders, right? Because a person who's always trying to improve themselves, they will always take shit, right? From other employees who want your job or want your position or want to get promoted in front of you from other friends who aren't willing to go out and exercise and eat healthy and work and be a good parent. And when you do those things, when you are the model employee and you are a great parent who does exercise, who does take care of themselves and you still work and you do all these things, then you're the model of what they could be if they just got their shit together, if they just started a good upward trend and started to follow your lead and support you. And say things like, wow, that's amazing. I'm so happy for her. Or I'm so happy for him. That is a really difficult thing for haters to say. And if you start to see that trend, really listen to the way that people talk. I'm so happy for her. That's amazing. What a great person. She's working so hard. That's a hard thing. You don't hear that very often. And so start saying that more. Start being that person who is the lead. In just being happy for people and being excited for people. If somebody works harder than you or works as hard as you and they get the promotion over you, wow, that's awesome. I just wasn't good enough. Maybe if I continue to work hard and be better, I'll be the person who gets the next promotion. But I'm really happy for her because I know she worked really hard to get that. And this is what I loved about the highest levels of CrossFit competition is the higher level you got, the more there was just respect. There wasn't a lot of hatred. There wasn't a lot of jockeying. There wasn't a lot of like puffing up and, you know, male egos and all this stuff that you see at all these local competitions out of people. When you get to those higher levels, everybody just respects the shit out of each other because they know the amount of hours and dedication and pain and work that it takes just to even get there, to be in that final heat. It takes a lot of work and a lot of care and effort. And so there's just this like, you know, hey, I'm proud of you. You did a great job. You were just better than me today, right? You guys were just a little bit better. And there's not this anger. There's not this dissent. There's not this hatred uh, that somebody beat you. And there's not this shit talking behind people's back. And so I think that's one of the things that we should all strive to is get to the place where you're just working as hard as you can work on yourself. You're working as hard as you can work on your business. And you're just trying to develop yourself and focus inwardly. And then, if other people are successful around you, cheer them on for it. Be happy, be excited for them. And if somebody's being a hater and somebody's being overly negative consistently, maybe ask yourself how could I help that person? Or can I help that person? And if you try and you're unsuccessful, then it's time to probably cut ties with that person until they become the type of person who's ready to shift and ready to change and ready to start being a positive influence in your life. So I hope that helps a little bit, guys. It's a tough thing that I know a lot of you guys are going to be dealing with, with maybe even some of your immediate family and some of your immediate friends groups and people at work. When you start trying to be a person of action, And a person of intense development. And that's the type of person that you start to become. The type of person that you start to associate with. And you hold yourself to these higher standards. And you want to be somebody who is a shining light and an example for other people in your life. And you just have to be aware that that's going to come with some negativity. And it shouldn't deject you. It shouldn't derail your thought process. It shouldn't stop your vision in any way, shape, or form. It shouldn't give you pause. Instead, it should just slide right off your shoulders and, if anything, probably give you some validation that you're on the right path. Nobody great, nobody who created anything amazing didn't have a strong subset of haters sitting there trying to bring them down. So good luck. As you guys start dealing with this stuff, make sure that you guys can communicate. You should feel free to communicate to people inside of our community or our coaching staff. That's one of the things that we've really tried to develop inside of ourselves is to be an example. It's our first core value as a gym, as a staff, is to be the example. And so that means if we're telling people to do CrossFit to be fit, we're doing CrossFit. That means that we're telling people to eat healthy. That means that we're working on eating healthy ourselves. If that means that we're sitting there telling people not to drink five nights a week, we're not drinking five nights a week. If that means that we're telling people to read, then we're reading ourselves. And so that's something that we've all worked really hard on and we continue to work on as people. And so if you guys ever feel like you want to kind of chat about that or you need some help with anything like that, Our space is supposed to be a space where we can work on developing those things together and be supported in those things and not have to deal with haters and not have to deal with being put down, but rather a community full of people that are just psyched to see other people give effort in the development of themselves. And so hopefully you guys have found that that's true for friendship. And hopefully as you guys start maybe starting an upward trend in your life, you guys find and feel that support from everybody inside of the community. Thanks, guys.